On Monday, our nation commemorates the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. holiday, in which we pay tribute and remember a man who called us into our better selves for the advancement of our society. In recognition of Dr. King's holiday, I will be joining our bishop, the Right Reverend Jennifer Redall, and other people from around the diocese in reading out loud Dr. King's letter from a Birmingham jail. This event will take place on Monday at 4 p.m. online. We will publish more information as soon as we receive it from the diocese. I hope you'll join us. Dr. King's life affected people from all over the world, and he proclaimed a message of dignity and respect for all people, especially the poor, the disenfranchised, and people of color. His faith in Jesus Christ led him to preach prophetically to a world that was, at times, not yet ready for the messages that he was preaching. But the world needed to hear his messages exactly when he delivered them. Prophets are not always welcome in their hometown, but when God is on the side of justice, God's word will be delivered. God's word will be heard. God will prevail. And Dr. King's dream of beloved community mirrored that exact beloved community that Jesus preached when he talked all about life in the kingdom of God. And everything has a beginning. Today we hear a story of Jesus calling new disciples into his community. In John's Gospel, he's already called Andrew and Simon Peter, and today we hear about Jesus calling Philip and Nathaniel into fellowship. While their encounter with Jesus in this Gospel seems oddly random, Jesus seems very much in control. He's looking for people to be his disciples, but who they are and what they offer, well, we don't entirely know. Jesus does, though. What we do know is that Jesus called disciples from every walk of life, from various occupations, from various families, some who were very connected to the Jewish establishment, and some who were more likely closer aligned with the Greek and Roman Hellenistic culture and their establishment of their day. We know this by the way that they were named. Jesus' disciples were not all one kind of people, and Jesus chose a diverse group of people, even some who really didn't know if they were qualified to be disciples or not. All they knew is that they were attracted to the life in the kingdom of God that Jesus proclaimed, and they said yes to him. Again, everything has a beginning. One thing we don't always recognize in the stories of Martin Luther King Jr. is that he had allies and followers in cities all across America. One of his most notable allies here in Phoenix was Calvin Good, a beloved member of the Phoenix community who died three weeks ago, right before Christmas. He died at the age of 93. I remember speaking with Calvin Good on the phone shortly after I arrived at Trinity Cathedral seven years ago. I asked him all about the three times that Dr. King came to Phoenix and what that meant to him. I remember him telling me how captivated he was by Dr. King's vision that all people in America, black, white, rich, 
poor, young, old, that all people in America not only had a purpose, but had intrinsic worth and value that no one could ever take away. Mr. Good emphatically told me that he, hearing Dr. King helped him see his own intrinsic worth for his life and the life of the Phoenix community, and how his encounters with Dr. King set him on a trajectory of advocacy and service for those most in need in the city of Phoenix. What I haven't said yet is that Calvin Good was so soft-spoken, so mild-mannered, that many people thought that he would be too timid to run for public office. But with his resolve to build community, Calvin Good served 11 consecutive terms on the Phoenix City Council for a total of 22 years. He was the longest tenured elected official in the history of the city of Phoenix. He became known as the conscience of the council, and he lived a life of community service, advocating for equal opportunity, affordable housing, education, and improving the quality of life in Phoenix. And he was a longtime active member of his church, the historic Tanner Chapel AME Church. I say this all because Calvin Good answered a call from the kingdom of God. He saw how the beloved community, so eloquently visualized by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., that how this visualization was a direct reflection of this call that he had into the kingdom of God, the same kind of call that we hear about in today's gospel. I'm sure he asked questions like, why me? Do I have the right skills? Do I even have enough knowledge? Do I have what it takes? And he certainly might have had doubts. Lord knows the disciples did. They had plenty of doubts. And the Bible talks about how many times they continually misunderstood Jesus. But the disciples carried on. The disciples followed Jesus through his cross and resurrection, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, they followed Jesus and were eventually led to all the corners of the known world, and they changed the course of human history forever. We are the disciples of the disciples of the disciples of the disciples who originally followed Jesus. A few more rounds of disciples of the disciples, but you get what I mean. We are the ones who are called now, in this day and age, right now to follow him. We are the ones who are to wake up in the middle of the night and say, just like our Old Testament reading, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. It doesn't matter if you consider yourself educated, good-looking, or from the right family, or from the right town, or from the right background. The truth is that Jesus purposely chose diverse disciples so that you would know that he's choosing you too. Jesus needs your particularities, the things that make you, you. Jesus needs your heart and your capacity to love the world like God loves the world. Jesus needs your willingness to take what you have, your time, your talent, and your treasure, and to trust that God will use it all for good.
our world longs for a realization of Dr. King's beloved community, that center of life itself that Jesus calls the kingdom of God. Our world longs for a time when we can finally see one another as equals and cherish those particularities that God has blessed us with. After all, God is on the side of justice. God's word will be delivered. God's word will be heard. God will prevail. Just as Jesus answered to God, and just as the disciples answered to Jesus, just as Martin Luther King Jr. and Calvin Good also answered Christ's call in their own way, our world needs you, just as you are, because Jesus calls you, just as you are, to follow him, to follow him into the heart of his beloved community. And if you respond, if you answer, if you agree to follow him and go where he leads you, you will most definitely change the world.